Welcome to Following the Word, the preaching ministry of Glenn LaRue, pastor of University Baptist Church in Middletown, Ohio. Today's sermon is part four in a series entitled, The Birth of a Friend, How Jesus Came Here to Be There for You. We pray you are blessed and edified as you listen. All right, well, there's somebody all month long while I've been talking about this series, The Birth of a Friend, that I've wanted to talk to, I've wanted to to preach on it. For the last two weeks on Sunday morning, I thought I was going to talk about him, and the Lord had other plans, and my sermons developed differently. Uh, But the person is found in Luke 19, and his name is Zacchaeus. And he actually ties in with the three sermons I've preached on Jesus coming to be our friend. Uh, And so I think it's kind of neat, so I'll share this with you. So three weeks ago, I preached about, well, I guess it was two weeks ago, three Sundays ago, I preached about Proverbs 17, 17, how a friend loves at all times. And we talked about how Jesus came here to be with us, even though we're very sinful, even though we're very uh, broken as friends ourselves. And Zacchaeus is somebody who was, was considered a very sinful person. He was not loved by very many people. And yet Jesus came and interacted with him. And so Jesus loved Zacchaeus at the worst of times when no one else really would love him. And then last week, uh, I actually read the verse where they grumbled about Jesus, where they said, look at him, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. And Zacchaeus was a tax collector. And of course, they didn't like tax collectors because they were kind of on the side of Rome. And they could kind of cheat and extort the people and uh, charge more than what they were really required to charge. And yet, Jesus was a friend of tax collectors. And then this morning, I talked about how Jesus welcomes the little children to him. And little children are short. And Zacchaeus... It was really short. And so as you see, he ties in with all three of my messages from this month about Jesus coming to be our friend. And so in a moment, we're going to look at the verses where we see Zacchaeus' story because it's just a powerful little story. Uh, But I want to do this by playing a game. I told you we were going to play the high-low game. Now, that's a game on The Price is Right. It's also a game you can play with cards Uh, And we're going to do our own little version of high-low. And so we're going to start into the story. So let's go ahead and put the first two verses of the story up on the screen for us. And here's how the game goes. I'm going to read the verses on the screen, and you're going to help me decide. You're going to help me decide whether Zacchaeus is high or low. Okay? That's how this game's going to go throughout the whole story. You ready? So Luke 19, 1 and 2 says, And he, that's Jesus, entered Jericho, and he was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And so is Zacchaeus high or low? Yeah, you see that in a couple places there in the verses, right? First, he was a chief. He was a chief tax. So he wasn't just a tax collector. He was... He was over a lot of tax collectors. He, and, and he, of course, there's that four, little four-letter magic word there at the end, rich, right? In this world, man, people love money, don't they? P- 
People want to be rich so bad. And we think of people who have lots of money as being very high. That's how just the world operates. And so uh, this first verse, two verses here, it looks like Zacchaeus is high. But now let's go to the next verse, verse 3. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was small in stature. So is Zacchaeus high or is he low? Yeah, he's low. You see, he's short. You remember this morning I put the picture of the little kid in the crowd with all the adult people and the kid was looking up? That was Zacchaeus. And he couldn't see through the crowd. Have you ever been there? You're trying to see maybe at a parade or, I don't know, just something's, something's going on and you're blocked out. Kids, and you, and you can't see because you're not tall enough. Uh, Jason's never had that problem in his life. He's 6'9 or whatever. But the rest of us have been there before, right? And so Zacchaeus is, is small. Now, isn't that ironic that this man who's a chief tax collector, and he's the richest guy in Jericho probably, is also maybe the shortest guy in Jericho. Well, let's just keep going here and reading the story. So let's go to verse 4. So he ran on ahead, and he climbed into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. So is Zacchaeus high or low? He's high. He's up in a tree. So he must not have been too short because he was able to get up in this sycamore tree. Now, sycamore trees in Palestine are different from our sycamore trees. Our sycamore trees are really huge. They're the kind that the bark peels and they look white in the trunk. They're really pretty. They have huge leaves. But sycamore trees over there are a little different. And then he was able to climb up in this tree. But obviously, getting up to any height in a tree would be helpful to get over, you know, the six-foot-tall heads of people. And so look at what Zacchaeus has done. He has run ahead of the procession And he's anticipated where Jesus is going to pass. And this man who is very rich and yet very short is very, very eager to see about Jesus. See, there was something in Zacchaeus's life that even though he had all the money you could want, he still had something else he needed. And he wanted to see if this man who was going to pass his way might have something to offer him. I mean, isn't that something that a rich man would want to go see a poor carpenter, now rabbi from Nazareth of all places? Isn't that something? And so Zacchaeus is up in a tree waiting to see Jesus. Well, let's keep going in the story. Verses five and six say this. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. And so he hurried, and he came down, and he received him joyfully. So is Zacchaeus high or low? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Who says he's high? Raise your hand. Who says he's low? Raise your hand. Who's just not participating in my game tonight? All right. Well, if you answered that, you're participating. Okay. Well, so he, he's down, he's low because he's out of the tree. Zacchaeus, you come down. Hurry. Don't you love that Jesus says hurry? Man, get out of that tree. I'm going to your house. This reminds me of when Jesus invited himself over to Matthew's house after he called Matthew 
And uh, they had a party at Matthew's house that night. Well, here, Jesus just meets Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus did not know Jesus before this. He had never met Jesus. The reason he's in the tree is because he's never met Jesus. And Jesus stops at the foot of that tree, and he knows Zacchaeus. He knows his name. And he tells him to come on down. You're the next contestant, you see? And so Zacchaeus comes down, and now here's Jesus standing there with Zacchaeus. But some of you said Zacchaeus is high in these verses. Why? Yeah, because, well, look there. He received him joyfully. He's joyful. And so now, even though he's low and he's on the ground with Jesus, he's high because he's on the ground with Jesus. And so Jesus is filling this man with joy. See, Jesus can do that. He can fill you with joy where other things in this world can't fill you with joy. Money can never, ever fill you with joy. It's amazing how we think just the next bit of money will help us and give us peace, and it never will. Or, or we think the next stuff that we can get. And as fun as it is to get presents, and of course it's wonderful to bless one another with presents at Christmas, isn't it funny how quickly we attach to the things of this world? And none of those things can really give us joy, but Jesus just calls this man by name. He comes down, and he gives him joy. So Zacchaeus is high, even though he's low. Well, let's keep going here in the story. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He, this is Jesus, he, Jesus, has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And so is Zacchaeus high or low? Yeah, he's low because he's a sinner. And the thing is, they're not wrong. He is a sinner. The, the things that Zacchaeus had done as a chief tax collector were very, very sinful. He cheated people. He lied about how much they were owing their taxes. He had also uh, had to kind of forsake his nation and his, his whole Jewish religion in order to serve Rome in this way. So Zacchaeus was like a traitor to the people. He was a servant of Caesar, and he was a cheat, and he was living high off the backs of everyone. So Zacchaeus was a sinner. He was low. He was. And they're right about that. But notice how they grumbled. How glorious is it that Jesus is willing to be the guest of a sinner? You know, you should be really happy about that because you're a sinner. And Jesus isn't above being a guest in your house. And he's not above knocking on the door of your heart and coming into your life. Jesus came for that reason. A friend loves at all times. Nobody else loves Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, it was him, himself, and he. I guess that's how you got to say that, right? He looked in a mirror. He'd say, it's just me, myself, and I, because he, no, he had no other friends. I guess maybe some of his other tax collectors were friends. But in terms of the Jewish people, those who were devout and devoted to Israel, they all didn't like him. And yet Jesus wasn't afraid to identify with him and go to be with them. And Jesus isn't afraid to identify with you either. And so let's go to the next slide here. Verse 8 says, And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, 
The half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. All right, so is he high or is he low? Who says he's high? Raise your hand. Who says he's low? Raise your hand. This gets a little tricky as we go on the story here. Well, he's high because he's standing, even though when he's standing, he's still low, but he's higher than he was when he was sitting, right? And so he stood, so I'm going to say that's high compared to where he was a minute ago. And he's still joyful. He's thrilled to know the Lord. See, what's happened here between Jesus saying, come down, I'm going to your house. And this moment is they've had time together. Jesus has shared who he is with Zacchaeus. He shared about the kingdom and Zacchaeus has received it. He's received Jesus. And so Zacchaeus is on cloud nine with Jesus. But he's also kind of low in this verse too, isn't he? Because what's he going to do? He's going to humble himself. He's going to admit, first of all, that he has defrauded people. When he says, if I have defrauded anyone, anything, he's saying, since I have defrauded so many people, I'm going to go restore it. And this man is repentant and broken before the Lord. See, you can't be in the presence of Jesus and hold on to your own pride. Being in the presence of Jesus will humble you. And if you really receive who he is, you'll repent of your sins. You will repent. You will get low before the Lord. And you will say, Lord, I am so happy to know you that I will abase myself. I will get low and I will repent and turn away from everything I need to turn away from. I'm going to get right. And that's Zacchaeus. I love the story of Zacchaeus because it is such a clear example of repentance. And yet, who initiated all this? Jesus. Jesus filled Zacchaeus, and now Zacchaeus is responding with repentance. Do you see how the gospel works? And so Zacchaeus is high, even though he's low. And so here's our last verse in the story. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And so is Zacchaeus high or low? He's really high because he has salvation. He has the kingdom. He has the kingdom. And he's a son of Abraham, which means all the promises God made to Abraham, Zacchaeus gets to participate in. And see, Jesus came to seek and save people like Zacchaeus who thought they were high in worldly sense, but actually were low and hungry and needy for the truest of friends, Jesus. And Jesus came and he found Zacchaeus. He called him by name. He brought him to himself. He filled his heart with joy. He led him in paths of repentance and righteousness. And now Zacchaeus is in the kingdom. Do you see that that is the process, not just for Zacchaeus, that's the process for any of us? Can you see that? You know, we've been talking about high and low. Let's change the game. I want you to ask yourself, are you high or low tonight? And you know, we've kind of been mixed up throughout this whole passage, right? Is he high? Is he low? Is he high? Is he low? You might be a little mixed up when you answer that question. Because you might look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, in one sense, I'm high. 
I mean, I have so many wonderful blessings in my life. I certainly uh, have more than other people. I have my family. I have a job or I have some money, whatever you have. Of course, some of you are like, no, I don't have a job. I don't have money. Well, and you're just like, no, I'm just low, pastor. I'm just low. And that's okay, too. Because we can be conflicted because there's this whole other sense where when we really look at ourselves, we say, you know what? There's a lot inside of me that's empty. There's a lot inside of me that is needy and not fulfilled by just all the things around me. And I really need that to be fulfilled in the Lord. And so my question for you is, are you high or low? And, And here's the thing. If you would like to be high with Zacchaeus, salvation, son of Abraham, guess what you have to do? You have to be low. And you have to, you have to confess your need for Christ and you have to receive him. After all, he's the savior who was as high as you can be, the son of God. And he went as low as you can go to the cross for you and me. And so if it requires me being low and admitting I'm a sinner and asking his forgiveness and changing my ways in order to show him how he has filled me with joy, I am happy to do that for my Savior. What about you? If you want to be high in the kingdom with Jesus and have salvation, you have to be low in terms of your own self-righteousness and pride. Let's bow our heads, and I just want to give you an opportunity to respond to this, and then we're going to sing Silent Night. Well, which is it for you? Are you high? Are you low? Are you some sort of conflicted mess in the middle? It's okay to be honest and say, you know, in some ways I feel... Like I'm high, but in other ways, I know I'm low. And here's the big question. Are you hungry and needy for Jesus? Are you full of his joy because you've received him into your house, into your heart? And if you know that you need that joy that comes from Christ, why don't you just receive it right now? And you can do just like Zacchaeus and say, Lord, I am so happy that you are a friend of sinners and that you came to seek and save the lost. Thank you, Lord, for pursuing me, even though I was not a good friend. You have loved me in the worst of times. And now, Lord, I I turn from my sin and I turn to you. If you do that, he will respond to you. He will fill you. That's called salvation when your heart really receives Jesus. And that's how all the promises that are in the Bible of heaven and glory get applied to you. You get to be included in that if you receive Jesus. Dear Jesus, I just want to thank you for being our friend. Jesus, you are everything we ever need. You have truly loved us at all times. 
You are a friend of tax collectors and sinners. You're a friend of children and everyone who would come to you like a child. And you are the great king who came low for us so that you could pick us off the ground and lift us up high. Jesus, we praise you this Christmas. We thank you so much for the humble manger. And even more, we thank you for the cross. Jesus, thank you. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope you'll come again to follow the word with us. If you would like to learn more about the gospel of Jesus Christ, please visit our website at universitybaptist.us. If you would like to support this ministry, visit the resources tab. May God bless you as you seek to follow him.